stay at home on nine to five, raising your babies with joy and pride. A real ass mom, your real ass mom, taking care of business. Ooh, girl, you're resilient. Cause you're a real ass mom, a real ass mom. Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm your host, Kendra. We are real moms. Sharing real experiences. The, the things people, people don't tell you. Hey, mama. Hey. Hey, mama. What's up, friend? Nothing. Nothing but the wind. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I was trying to the, rhyme. The wind? No. Okay. There, I'm not well. even no. about to try to dissect that. <laughs> nope. Okay. I was not just doing it. Be not a, doing it. A rapper it. turned singer. No. We said we were going to leave that in okay. 2022. Okay. All right, I'm yeah, sorry. not we're not we're not bringing that into 2023. Okay, all right. All right. How, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, just well. I'm, just I'm doing Auntie good. Yeah, I am auntie. Yeah, rich auntie. I am there. a rich auntie. I see the merch. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a mama and I'm a rich auntie. Yes, I love it. <laughs> um, so we have a guest today, y'all. Al, and she's wearing mama merch too. Yes. Okay, I love it. Yes. <laughs> You look so good in your mama's sweatshirt. I we appreciate that for sure. Absolutely. Um. So Shania Wade. Wow. So Shania is one of my friends. Uh, we met through being army spouses back in Fort Irwin, uh, the dusty, the desert, desert. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But Shania ended up uh, being Drew's first teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she owned her own in-home daycare, which I absolutely loved. And she set the foundation for Drew. So Drew's as smart as he is because of Shania. Like Come she on. used to have curriculum for him. We used to have parent teacher conferences. Like it was no joke. She did not play with her kids. Come on, Shania. Anyway, <laughs> Shania is a supporter of the Real Mama Pod. Yes. And Shania has her own journey to mamahood, right? Yes, she so does. I was like, girl, you need to, we need to get Let's you on. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. And her journey is so beautiful, and I feel like it would help others. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's get you on, girl. And here she is. And here she is. Mm-hmm. In the virtual. Look at me all nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous. We, we chill around here. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to you the know, Real Mama Pod. Talking to Debbie, you know, <laughs> And in Kendra, you know, just friends. Okay, <laughs> here we go. So me, um, my journey to motherhood was, I mean, it's pretty common now in today's time. I'm a, I was a teen mom. Um, um, a lot of negative uh, connotation comes around the word being a teen mom. And I felt it. I felt it with my family, my friends, my teacher, everybody. Everybody gave me like the, you ruin your life speech or... Oh, grandma, I'm having a baby. Hang up in your face. You know, like the people who you, they would support you. So um, my journey to motherhood was like very crazy. So I got pregnant at 15 um, in high school, of course, with a guy who's no longer there at all. Um, And a lot of people don't know that because my husband, we have been together for nine years, the whole journey of my oldest son, AJ's life. And we've been married for six. So like that's a big accomplishment in this whole being a teen mom um process I guess journey and it's just been wanting more for my son when I had only had one than I had as a child that that kept me going you know what I mean yeah. so just getting going hard and 
like Devin said, it just made me great, great for the little kids. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So you mentioned that you were a teen mama. What was your reaction to that? Like when you found out that you were pregnant, how did you respond to that? How did your family respond to that? What did that experience look like for you? I cried. I felt like I ruined my life. I felt like I upset a lot of people who were like going to bat for me. I actually had a teacher who got me a scholarship to the University of Hawaii when I was in the 10th grade. And I love her for that. And I'm still in contact with her. And it was just like, how do I tell her that I can't do that anymore? Because I felt like, how can I be a single mom in college? And at the time, I wanted to be a doctor. And so I was like hitting the books hard. And it was just like, my life blew up. One little thing. And in my experience, it was just one time protected sex and I'm pregnant. Oh. I was sleep. I was like, something's on me. I'm pregnant. You, it was like on the spot. So when I found out, I cried. My mom took me to this um, teen center. And as soon as I peed on the stick, and they were like, giving you options. And I just was like crying. Mm-hmm. Got in the car, crying. I didn't say anything to anybody. Um, my mom called the guy and told him. And he was like, call my phone. And I just cried. Like, I really felt like I ruined my life. And then after I went to the doctor, because that was just like the confirmation on the stick, after I went to the doctor and heard the heartbeat, it's joy. You know how you felt when you first heard your your baby? It was just pure joy. No one could tell me anything. Like, I was just set in stone that I'm going to be the best mom that I can be. And I thought that I was going to go to college to be a doctor still. I still stayed on track, still applied um, to different colleges in state so that my mom could hopefully support me. But it didn't work out that way. But I found that I care for kids. Like Devin says, young, younger kids, the kids that, who really don't have a voice, they kind of get left out in the educational system because it's like, oh, we dump them off to a daycare or my mom keeps them, my grandma keeps them. They need more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They de- deserve more. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So is that what keeps you going? Yes. I love kids. So I'm sorry. I know it's about me and my journey, but we're going to talk about kids. I no. promise. <laughs> no, no. So you mentioned that, you know, young children, it's like they, they essentially inspired you to, to keep moving. And you had young kids and you, from my understanding, you still have young, young children. Right. So mm-hmm. are you, is it safe to say is that that spirit of young children and, and having young children of your own is what keeps you going? Um, yes, I would say being around young children, my young children, I actually want more young children. So Wait, of your own? You want more kids? Of my own, yes. What? Okay, that next changed. not this February, but next February, woo, we're working. Okay. So <laughs> I just I would say it's safe to say that that's my happy place and it's a gift. A lot of people can't tolerate their own kids. It's hard, you know. Mm-hmm. As moms, you get overwhelmed. I live, it's like a zoo, <laughs> a very creative control zoo. <laughs> <laughs> creative control zoo. <laughs> I love it. You are a great mom. You really are. And um, so advice, like what advice do you have for teen moms or a mom who is a teen who may be expecting, like what advice do you have for her? Um, she may be scared. She may feel alone. She may feel isolated. Like, touch on each of those things. What would you say to her? 
my biggest advice would be process it. Like, I didn't process it. I just went immediately to, I ruined my life. Mm-hmm. I let people down. I didn't think about anything good coming out of it until I told you I went to that doctor and heard the heartbeat. I don't think it should be such a burden on you because yes, your life is going to change, but I feel like it's going to change for the best with kids. And if you make the decision not to have the baby, you know, there's other options, you know? So I just say process it. And if you, in my situation, I didn't feel like I had a partner, like I said, Mm -hmm. to discuss with it. But if you have a partner, discuss with it, research how kids develop, research what kids need research how you could be a better parent and learn from the mistakes. I wouldn't even say the mistakes because as a parent, you're still learning how to parent. So learn from your experience as a child that you do remember to be a better parent for your child, I would say. Right. Um, the biggest thing, the first thing I would do is process it, then hit research, mm-hmm. learn all about it. People, especially teen, when I was a teen, everybody told me what to do for my baby. Give him rice. Give him cereal in a bottle. It'll make him go to sleep. Uh, you should give your baby a pacifier. Um, just different things mm-hmm. I wanted to do. For my, I didn't even breastfeed my first child because where I grew up, it was kind of like, you're breastfeeding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And I see the difference in between the benefits of breastfeeding and not. Between just between the two kids. Well, three kids now. But. <laughs> so I would say research. Figure out how you want to parent and don't. Mm-hmm. You can take advice from people, but just because they did it that way and it worked for them, it might not work for you. So figure out what's going to work for you. And if it's a partner, figure out how you want to parent, how you want to discipline, um, how you want to feed, what are you going to feed your child? Are you going to feed processed food? Are you going to do formula? Are you going to do breast milk? I feel like those are things you need to think about in the beginning when you're having a baby. Don't stress over it. Don't go, oh, do I need to do breast milk? (laughs) You know, immediately. But I'm saying like just process those things, what what you want to do, because I think once the baby gets here, it'll make it much easier and you'll, it'll be a less stressful experience right. mm-hmm. for right. the team. And where are you from, Shana? Um Georgia. Okay. Savannah. Savannah. Oh. Aren't y'all there? Yeah, we are. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so did you receive any, like, outside resources as a team mom? Like, how did you navigate that? Did your school do anything for you? What did school life look like for you? Like, mm-hmm. walk us through that. Or do um, you remember? The day I, <laughs> I, yeah, I remember everything. Like, this is my life. Like, I always wanted to tell my story because this is great. This is great. I'm glad you guys gave me the platform today to do this. Uh, it was the summertime. Um, Right before I had AJ, the first week of school of my senior year. So I got pregnant at 15. I had him actually at 16. So it was the first week of my senior year. Um, Since I was pregnant my junior year, I had a really great relationship with a teacher who I, I told you, my 10th grade uh, English teacher, Miss Stewart, who's going to probably watch this. <laughs> Shout out to you. Um, yeah, hey. So <laughs> then um, uh, she, like, pushed me, like, you can't give up. You know, like, you have to take the SAT. You have to still go to college. Figure out what you want to do for you. And then I also had a math teacher who was like, are you just going to sleep in class? Or are you going to actually learn for the baby? I had teachers at the school as far as my mindset of don't give up, Shania. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as family, I would say my mom watched my child for me to go to school, but my senior year, I was fortunate enough to only have to go to school for two classes. So I was only going for maybe about two hours. My mom and my grandma, after that, it was, it was completely on me. And then I also had to work. I had a job. So 
right after school, I had AJ for about four hours, got off of work, went, I mean, got out of school, got AJ, went straight to work, got off at 11. So I had no time with him. I would say my parents, the neighborhood, my brothers raised him. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me say something not, something isn't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like my child needs love. So when I had the second child, I got into the daycare. So I would say lean on your family, but don't use them to raise your child. But I do understand you have to do what you have to do to go to high school, uh, finish complete school, or even finish and complete college. Mm-hmm. Daycare is so expensive. Right. Um, lean on government resources. That's what I had to do. I had to declare myself as an adult. I had to figure out about um, food stamps. I had to figure out about, out about government Medicaid okay. and WIC. WIC was also a big thing because, like I said, I did not breastfeed. Right. And I was missing school to go to these appointments, but I had to do what I needed to do. Because as far as the day, I had no support. Mm. And then as soon as I graduated, my husband came, and I felt like single mom was over. <laughs> first day. Like, seriously, first first day. And just having a partner for support. I'm not saying if it doesn't work out, go find somebody because that's not what I did. But if you do have a partner, lean on your partner for support because, you know, as a mom, not not as a team mom, you guys aren't team moms. You wanted to do every single thing for your child. Mm-hmm. Lean on those people who are willing to help. Yeah. But just remember, at the end of the day, you're the parent you make the decisions and that's the hardest thing I would say because everybody feel like because you're so young you don't know what you're doing right so your oldest son's father was he a teen dad too was he older was he in high school as well or um he was also in high school which okay. is weird because you would think I would be the one who dropped out and raised the child he dropped out and we have no idea so oh, wow. okay. Daniel is his dad yes. shout out to Daniel Shout out! First of all, let me tell y'all about Daniel, okay? And I know we're talking. I about love Shania, him, but I absolutely love Daniel. Um, first of all, I knew Shania for almost two years and didn't know her oldest son wasn't Daniel's biological child. So they I, honestly, to me, they look alike. So I was just like, <laughs> and he looks like Shania as well. So I, she was like, no, like he has a different dad. And I was like, what? Really? Are you playing? Because she likes to joke around a lot mm-hmm. and tell jokes and stuff. So I'm like, stop playing. She's like, no, seriously. So when I say, I mean, and they're young. I We got them by like 10 years, right? So they were young, but the way he handles his family and a fam- family dynamic and how he's a leader for their family and allows Shania to do whatever it is that she wants to do and the way he supports her. Man, you don't really see that in this younger generation. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to take time out to really give him his praise because y'all have two other children outside of your oldest, and you wouldn't be able to tell him that wasn't his biological child. So hats off to you, Daniel. Yeah, shout out to Daniel because we even mentioned it. (laughs) Yes. Shout out, Daniel. I know he's going to listen because, I mean, everything Shania does, he's like her biggest biggest supporter number one fan like I just love to see love like that especially so young mm-hmm. and they um they basically start off as babies and like seeing their life like flourish like own home ownership starting businesses driving nice cars like I'm like wow y'all have a story to tell for your generation mm-hmm. seriously like it's something to look up to so kudos to the Wades <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so Shania 
as a teen mama, what were some of your biggest challenges? Childcare. <laughs> <laughs> it was childcare. I would say, um, I wasn't, I'm the life of the party, but I'm not the party. So if I do go, I'll, I'll have a great time. I'll have a great time. But I wasn't the teenager who wanted to be at every event, who wanted to be at every basketball game. So if I did go, I'll buy my baby. It's like, hey, it's a package deal. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if I wanted child care for work, child care to study, child care to go to college, because Daniel went to college in Macon, which is two hours away, you guys know, from Savannah. So it was like, Monday through Friday, oh my gosh. The weekends, he's like, okay, now I got AJ, you do all your homework, because he used to come home every weekend. And it was just like, you can't really depend on your family members just because you have something going on, because they also have a life too. And I also lost my dad the year that I got pregnant. He died in December. So I guess the year after. So I didn't have guidance. No one was there for me, you know, and it's not an excuse, but I was at a very low point in my life when I did get pregnant, when I did get back with, well, not get back with, when I did get with Daniel and um, start my journey. So I didn't feel like I could trust anyone because losing my dad, no one was there for me. So it was kind of hard. So I feel like that's why it's important to lean on the people who are actually there for you, but don't overuse them because they also have a life too. Right. That was good. Mm -hmm. That was really good. Well, you are a phenomenal mom and your kids are very uh, blessed to have you. And I know probably when you were 15, 16 going through this, you probably can't even imagine your life looking like this. But I'm glad you stayed consistent and you stuck true to yourself and that you just obtained all your goals. You're college ed educated, you're an entrepreneur, like, you know, so I bet 15 year old you are is so proud of you and how far you have come because statistically you're not supposed to make it. You're supposed to have 10 kids, 10 baby daddy, you know, like, so you, I'm trying to have 10 kids though. <laughs> no, you can <laughs> yeah. You can have 10 kids if you want to, but like, you know, like on government assistance for a lifetime, you know, yeah. things like that. Yes. You used it to your benefit to help you. And I think that's why governor government assistance is there. I've been on unemployment before, you know what I mean? So it's there mm -hmm. for us when we need it, but to right. like live your life on it and that's your end all be all. You're not that right. So, mm -hmm. and I will say this because I had a friend and I hope she's watching this as well and hear this, like my raw uncut view of my life because she went through this whole process with me. But when she had her baby, she actually um, got pregnant by a military guy and you guys know how military guys are, the single soldiers. Um, and he, he left her stranded, you know what I mean? Like left her out and about with her baby and she was so... Um, like her pride was so high because she came from a great family. And like I said, when you get pregnant as a teenager, they, they kind of do look at you like it's a disappointment. That all will pass. Remember, everybody who's looking down on you now, that all will pass. Like, no one is expecting that. Well, nowadays they should, but I'm not expecting it from my daughter. I would say that. You know right. what I mean? Right. But I wouldn't tell her, you ruined your life because they do do that. So be prepared for that. But remember, it will pass. And um, I forgot what I was saying. It'll come back to you. No worries. We got a credit. It's okay. No, you're doing fine. Okay. 
So your <laughs> oldest son, um, Mabu, he was recently diagnosed with ADHD. And I just want you, I want you to kind of tell our listeners how you navigated through that. Cause I think you've handled that so gracefully. Um, we've had several conversations of like what to ask, what questions to ask, but as a parent, you know, recognizing the symptoms, like how did you navigate through that? How did you advocate for him? How did you make sure he received the help he needed? My background is in special education. Mm-hmm. And so when I started um, learning about um, just the different disabilities or just the different um, anything that can happen with a kid in the school system, I'll say that. I was noticing like, hey, this is happening to my child. Mm-hmm. But I was in complete denial. Mm-hmm. I will say that from even when I had my daycare, like Devin said, I was your first teacher. AJ would not sit down and do anything when I wanted him to, but he would do it on his own time. So I felt like it was okay because I was so focused on everybody else's kid that, okay. And so all the times were there, but I was in denial. Most parents are in denial when it comes to anything with their children. Um, I would say like learning disabilities, especially me being so young, which is another good reason that we're talking about this topic. You, you, you don't know. You have no idea what you're looking for if you don't do any research. So I cried as soon as the teacher called me and was like, maybe you should get him um, tested or evaluated. And the first person I called was Devin. And I cried to Devin on the phone. And I felt like a failure. I felt like, how could I let my child go so long? Because he's in the third grade, he's nine. Well, he's in the fourth grade now, he's nine. But he was in the third grade when it happened, he's eight. And I was confused, even though I had so much knowledge about what was going on with him. And I just felt like I wasn't getting enough. Mm-hmm. So I called Devin and cried. And I'm like, Devin, what should I do? Devin, 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 Devin. And it's good to have friends networking, which a lot of young people don't rely on at all anymore, to be able to call someone who has a background. I guess Devin has a more deeper background than me when it comes to evaluating these kids. <laughs> and I love her for that. <laughs> Takes a lot of patience. Um, so I just felt bad, terrible. Mm-hmm. And then after speaking to my friend, she was like, calm down. You're okay. Get him evaluated. Do you want me to take a second look? If you need me, I'll be here every step of the way. And I just went back to my textbooks. I went back to online. I went back to the school to see how can I help them. The school did not help, as Debbie knows. It was a terrible process for me. But I did find out, um, and this is my advice for parents out there, the public education, because he was going to a charter school, has better resources. Mm-hmm. And from my personal experience, if your child has any learning disability or even ADHD or anything, and you suspect something and they're at a private school or anything, and you have the chance and you feel like it wouldn't affect them too bad to pull them, I would pull them from my personal experience. Just, you have to be on the teachers. You have to call the counselor. You have to call the school. You have to call the school district. For my son, I had to go to the school every day until I got an answer. But it worked out when I pulled them from the charter school and put them back into the public school. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's difficult sometimes because the charter school, although they receive 
public school funding, sometimes they don't have the special education background when it comes to like special education teacher, school psychologist, therapist, things like that. They may not have that. So if your child really needs uh, resources, sometimes it's better to have them in that public school setting because we have the funding and the resources in that setting. Now, depending on what they have, like if it's a speech and language impairment, sometimes speech and language pathologists will come from the public school setting into the charter school setting and provide services. But if they need something more intensive, more than likely they'll need to be in that public school setting in order to get the proper resources. So it is time to pay some bills. Yes, because they, the bills got to get paid. The bills got to get paid. They just have to get paid all the bills. So what that means, y'all, we got a sponsor. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey sponsor can y'all see we have on our b ashley sport shirts yes some of the most comfortable shirts we've worn like athletic wear yeah athletic wear and she has all the fly sports wear mm-hmm. like for mamas for ladies rich aunties whoever yeah. so definitely recommend you all pop it into b ashley sports wears And I don't know if you all remember, so one of our episodes, we talked to a working out mama, and Mm -hmm. B. Ashley came highly recommended. She did. So, and this mama works out. Bianca is hardcore. I mean, I don't know if you all remember from her episode, and when we did our our workout challenge, Mm -hmm. I mean, she worked out hard, and B. Ashley. Here we are. Here we are. We got a sponsor. So, if you're looking for new... Athletic wear. Yes. Fun. Black owned. Black owned. We're trying to do yes. black owned businesses for yes, the month of February. Yes, indeed. And this falls in that category. It does. And like we said, it's super comfortable. So go and get your B. Ashley sportswear. Yes. Tell her we sent you. So we've talked about your journey to mamahood. You've shared your experience with um, being a mama, finding your soulmate, and just living this beautiful life now. (laughs) Hey, Daniel. Um, So I have a two-part question. Uh, One, what is your biggest accomplishment? And two, what's what's next for you? My biggest accomplishment is my family. Mm. Shout out to the (laughs) way. I love my family so much. Like I said, I didn't come from this loving, caring family, Um, the TV family that everybody wants. You know, and I know some people don't have it, but when you meet people who has a strong relationship with their mom or can still speak to their dad, it's you're like, oh my gosh. So I want to teach my kids that we are what we have. Like, yes, we have extended families, cousins and family, but your brother is your brother. Your sister is your sister. We are family. You have each other no matter what. Mm-hmm. I, I can go months without speaking to my brother. That will never be okay in my family, right. you know? Right. So my biggest accomplishment is the love that we have the support that we have, like that De- Devin mentioned, Daniel lets me do anything. <laughs> I started wanting to go into photography. He goes by the camera, starts the business, and then I do nothing. So now he has to do it, you know? So it's just like the kids, football, kids, swimming, gymnastics, anything that we want to do, we go all at it as a family. We all support each other. That's my biggest accomplishment. And shout out to my boys and my little baby. <laughs> shout that. out. There's nothing like family. Love it. There's nothing yes. right there. And what's next for me? Guys, I'm getting my pilot license. Oh, Woo! my gosh. Your pilot license? <laughs> yes. Pilot? I love that. Oh, wow. It was a big secret. I didn't tell anybody, so I'm announcing it here. Yes. Um, me and Daniel decided to get our pilot license. 
just because it's an experience. Um, Daniel is more on the, you know, safety, being able to get out of here if anything happens, you know. You know, but I'm just like, for the experience, um, I think it'll be so great um, to be in the air with my kids and we're in control, you know, yeah. for our flight to come home. Um, and Instagram videos dancing me. Of <laughs> well, kudos to you. So that cool. is a huge accomplishment. I love that. Shania, that is And cool. more daycare. More daycares. I need um, a daycare in every state to set the bar of quality child care. Like, mm-hmm. come on. It, it doesn't have to be expensive to be quality. And I feel like the teachers need to be paid more. Yeah. And the business should make less. Okay. I feel like about it should be about the kids, not about the money. So be on the lookout for Georgia, but definitely um, 2023 in Henderson, Nevada. Yes, I love that. Speak it. Yes, that daycare is coming. You're going to be phenomenal. Kids are going to be so so lucky to have you. They're going to speak it. And you too, come visit. (laughs) You're in Vegas, right? Yes, when you're coming. When are you coming? You know what? I don't know. Y'all have a trip coming up, and we have a trip coming up, which we talked about already, Shania. (laughs) We were supposed to be... Oh. We had we were supposed to go to Vegas last year and see Adele for her residency, and she had to end up rescheduling the entire tour or residency oh, for this year, twenty twenty three, and um, we ended up selling our tickets because it just didn't work out with where life is now, and we got you know those tickets were expensive, so. Did you make money off of it? I hope you made, I know you made more than your money back on the well, tickets. Everybody was going crazy over Adele. So how it works is you don't get money until the actual show. Concert. Okay. So oh, we don't okay. know until March oh. what our return, because that's a low-key investment. <laughs> right. Um, so I don't know what that return is going to look like until March. Okay. Well, send the huh? good vibes your way. Girl, <laughs> yeah, I'm sending all the good vibes to Go you. They were going so crazy over those Adele tickets in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I'm sending you all the good vibes. Yes, I'm sad that we didn't we didn't get to go. Well, but, if you know, do make a little change, send me something. <laughs> me okay, some girl. <laughs> no, save it for y'all next girl trip. Don't send it. <laughs> save it. Listen, you know I'm always here for a trip. Yes, absolutely. So, with all this talk about Shania, what we what we drinking on? Oh, What's okay. My mama's juice. So, Shania, you know Devin asked you, um, what do you like to drink? So. Here at the the Real Mama Pot, we like to curate drinks that speak to our guest. And Devin reached out to Shania to see what her favorite type of alcohol is. When and she drinks, because she don't really Whenever drink. she drinks, mm-hmm. okay. Whenever she drinks. And she likes Reposado tequila. Mm-hmm. Is that correct, Shania? You like tequila? If it's Reposado, I don't even know what that is. Okay, <laughs> but if I see it, <laughs> Yeah, Reposado is actually a good type of tequila. Um... It's it's either that or a mezcal for me. Outside of that, I don't want it. So good. You choice. can drink that and go to the gym at five a.m. That's why it's my favorite. Yes, it's a good it's a good tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your drink has? First of all, it's called Not Your Average Mama mm-hmm. because Shania is not average. Mm-mm. Okay, she's about to be a whole pilot out here. <laughs> right. She's opening daycares yeah. all across the country. Mm-hmm. She has real life goals, and she is not your average mom. So we're gonna shout you out for that. And doing this all under thirty, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah. she is not your average mama. 
So what this drink has is two ounces of Reposado tequila, a half an ounce of agave, a half an ounce of lime juice, and it's topped with a sparkling grapefruit soda, and it's garnished with fresh rosemary. That's really and it's, good. it's good. Like I said, I'm not a tequila fan. Me either. But when I do drink it, I do drink a reposado or a mezcal. And this is really good. It's really good. And for mamas who don't drink or don't drink like it. to drink or they're pregnant, they can't drink, <laughs> you can still have this beverage. Just use the four ounces of um, grapefruit soda, the agave, the lime juice, and you can have your fresh rosemary garnish. And it's really good. I like it. So toast to Shania yes. not being your average mom. Yes, toast. Cheers. I like that. I need me a shirt. I need real mom pie and not your average mama. <laughs> right, not your average mama. Right. Oh, I love that. Yes. Look, we slowing down on the merch, though, because it's a lot trying to do this podcast, put merch, sell merch, you know, so we're going to slow down the merch it's a little okay. bit. It's okay. So when we do the next merch, then it's not your <laughs> average mama. mama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love your energy. So now it's time for Mama's Corner. And mm-hmm. Mama's Corner, if this is your first time listening, it's our opportunity to really connect with our guests, our listeners. Uh, typically, our listeners will write in and ask us a question. Um, they can send a mama hack, uh, uh, a mama they can say mama juice. juice. <laughs> they yeah, can say whatever mama they want. Tale. Oh, mama, mama tales. <laughs> mama tales. Mama tales. Stories. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you would like to see here, <laughs> this is your opportunity to connect with us. Um, so we I don't really have a question for Mama's Corner. So I figured this could be good to reflect and kind of talk a little bit more with Shania since she was a team mom and is really successful now in her 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, so Really, what got you here? This moment right now and your success with you having multi, multiple businesses, you know, you said you wanted to be a photographer. I mean, you're not a really a photographer anymore, but like mm-hmm. just having that access to do and be whatever it is you want to be. What are like three key things that you do consistently to make sure like you're successful and you're able to accomplish your goals? I would say number one is work on my family. Mm-hmm. If my family is good, we also support each other, especially my husband. Um, we're on the same page. We're going to go. Yeah. Take off. Like, if you have that support and behind you, you can do anything. Right. Um, the second thing I would say is learn more, <laughs> research, um, becoming financial literate. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something, like, when we was in the military, we didn't know so much about, I would say. Like maybe dipped our toe in the water. Now I would say we're neck deep, and like Devin says, all the different business ventures and the different moves, like purchasing my house or just di- different things like that. With the knowledge that I know now, I would have made different, um, took different steps, went a different way. I'm very grateful for all my experiences, so I thank God every day for those, you know. And stay focused. It's so easy to get on social media, go outside. I live in Las Vegas. <laughs> go outside, see all these nice cars, nice bags, nice shoes. And Devin can tell you, I got off track really bad, not so long ago. Um, but stay focused on your goal. Like, don't let the outside world um, make you think, oh, I need to go get my hair done. Oh, I need these nice shoes. Oh, I do have a problem with dressing my kids in polo, but, oh, my kids need to be in polo every day. You know what I mean? Like, um, just staying focused, learning more, 
research. You can always learn something from anybody. Even, I mean, when I say learning, networking, like Mm -hmm. people are your friends. The world today, like you don't even say hey to your neighbor. People are your friends. And your family, your support system, have a strong support system. And I had to learn that it's not always about Shania and what Shania want to do. <laughs> Let's go down Daniel's business ventures as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do love that. And this is kind of off topic, but kind of on topic, because we kind of talked about you and Daniel's love, right? Like, how did y'all find each other? And, like, what advice would you give to, like, single moms that are single right now but aspiring to be – Or teen a, moms. Or teen moms aspiring to be a wife one day? Like – you know, give us some tea on that. Because I'm sure people want to um, know. Well, yeah, me and Daniel met actually in high school, but he left um, our 12th year, our senior year. He moved to Virginia with his dad. Um, so that's when I got pregnant with AJ. It was kind of weird. But as soon as he came back after he graduated, um, he was just there every step of the way. I can't explain it. We just meshed. Always did. Always have. I feel like when you met Jerry or and your partner, you know, you knew you love him. You know what I mean? You know the connection you have. Every relationship has their ups and their downs. Everybody has their struggles and everything. But when you know you love the person, you don't have to force it. And you don't have to fake it. And you can be yourself around that person. I would say as a mom with kids, a single mom with kids, you'll know if the person is for you because of how they treat your child or children. Um, Daniel stepped right in and I woke up one time, we actually spent a night together and I woke up and my baby was gone. AJ was gone. And I was like going downstairs and I was like, where's, where's AJ? And he was like, oh, you were sleeping. So I took some, he done made them bacon and eggs and pancakes and they were doing their whole thing. And at this time we were still dating, not even like making it official of we're gonna be together. And so I was like, you'll know when that person wants you and your, your children, not just you. Right. And be careful with who you bring around your children. Mm-hmm. Like, give it time. You don't have to just rush into it. Right. Okay. That was good. That was yes. real good. Thank you so much, Shania. Um, friend, how can they find us on the socials? Well, first I want to ask Shania. Oh, yeah. Shania, how can I'm we sorry. find you on social media? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's okay we'll put it in the description box uh-huh. yeah, yeah um, I, I just, type in my name on facebook shania way s-h-i-n-i-a-w-a-d-e and instagram is the same thing shania way s-h-i-n-i-a-w-a-d-e it's only one of me <laughs> thank you shania Y'all could be anywhere on your Thursday nights, and you are kicking it with us at the Real Mama Pod. Yes. So, friend, where can they find us on the socials? They can find us wherever they like. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and we are at the Real Mama Pod. If you are curious about my life, I'm at Kendra Ferg underscore on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And I'm Kendra Ferguson on Facebook. Okay. And I'm mainly on Instagram. You can follow me at devgrace underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our website if you want to know more about us. Yes. If you want some mama merch out. Yes. We're wearing our sweatshirts today. Yes. But we have other things on there. We also have rich auntie merch. So check us out. Yes. Uh, you can reach us at www dot the real mama pod <laughs> dot com uh, yes and if you are listening to 
us, of course. We need your reviews. Rate, subscribe, yes. review us. We are on all major platforms yes. and YouTube. Please make sure you leave your review. Yes, we've been working hard on our videos. As you, If you started with us from day one, you <laughs> see it's just getting better with time. So continue to be patient with us. And we thank you. Yes. And one last thing. If you have something from Mama's Corner. Yes. <laughs> Please write my friend in Mama's Corner. Yes. You can write us at Mama at the realmamapod.com. Yep. That's it. All right. <laughs> Until, Until next time. time. Bye. Bye.